what would you say that poets can see or glean that politicians are just missing right now, whether it's in their speeches or the way they're articulating their messages, even their actions? What is it that poets and artists have access to through their work and can articulate through their work that politicians are missing? And where could they merge? Uh, where could they merge on these, these messages that poets and artists are able to um, go that step further and kind of see ahead through their work in language and other artistic mediums? Politicians are missing the contours, uh, the beauties, the inspirations of what they could be suggesting for a better world, a better time to where we take care of one another. And I've really appreciated so much of the vision of someone like Bernie Sanders and the acuity of Elizabeth Warren, people on the progressive side who are proposing a very radical uh, flip of the hierarchies and so on, but um, still missing the, you know, the subtleties of thought and language and imagination. I'm always so sad that more poets are not invited into the mix of, of helping them with their language and vision. And uh, politicians have a bad reputation for being dishonest and, and facile and so on. We've been with it my whole life. So there's that. And so for me, I'm, I want a wise leaders. I want wise, inspired bodhisattvas to take charge at this time. I think um, it's not going to go anywhere if the you know this continually um, ragged kind of competition. And of course, you have to call people out on their what they've done and haven't done, and this and that. But it gets very uh, tiresome and and um, too regressive. So taking the imagination of poetry, being able to work with. Metaphor, being able to work with taking the uh, subtleties of poetry and uh, the way it can work with metaphor and, and uh, language to build a vision of you know, something you really want to, place where you really want to be and live and something that can benefit many people. You know, thinking of you know, just a simple drawing or a suggestion of how things are you know are not working and are people are not communicating it's very powerful to work with that with uh, children when you talk about you know difference and different uh, backgrounds and languages and places that people have come from it's a good way to you know reconstruct that tower I think t teaching in our schools around how to you know how to live in a a more enlightened society would be so helpful. How they could, you know, think of, imagine things like that, construct their own versions of, of how to live. You know, drawing on some good models and thinkers and history and so on. But yes, we have a lot to offer. Poets don't cost very much. Nobody asks you to be a poet, so you're kind of free in a way. You don't have to, you know, sign up on 
some kind of job you're not interested in, but the fact that there's no magnetizing towards the poets. And so some poets become self-appointed to comment, as I've felt I've had to do on, on occasion. But how much fun it would be to... That's why I think what we do with our Naropa Summers is so powerful, that we can take some of these, some of the most thorny, difficult things that are, are going on and really um, meditate on them, address them, talk about them, argue. Politicians and poets, yes, that's a good question because there's so much more that can be done with the poets, I think. Always, you can really put them to work. They can magnetize crowds and crowds of prospective voters. I was very honored to be invited by Jared Polis, the governor, new governor of Colorado, the first Jewish gay governor, to uh, compose an inaugural poem for his uh, swearing-in ceremony, which was very historic. It took place in January of 2019 in Boulder, Colorado, where I live part of the year and a place where I uh, take pride in voting because it counts more. Voted for many years in New York City, of course, but I'm allowed to vote there. So, uh, yes, I was invited to read this poem at his inauguration. I felt I could say things that I couldn't say to him in any other form. And it's called The Beautiful Negative Ions of Governance. So I'll read a little bit from this poem because I think it, I'm able to say things I couldn't say exactly in a letter. Um, I'm praising him. I'm also asking for more. I'm celebrating the state of Colorado, particularly its um, flowers and fauna and trees and so on. Any case, and I reference other poem, poetry. So I want to bring back the inaugural poem to all the inaugurations across the land. Poetry loves contradictions. Walt Whitman said the United States themselves are essentially the greatest poem. Let's improve the poem, Colorado. Allen Ginsberg wrote, Denver, Denver, will return roaring across the city and counting built. Poetry loves contradictions, Walt Whitman said. The United States themselves are essentially the greatest poem. Let's improve the poem, Colorado. Allen Ginsberg wrote, Denver, Denver, We'll return roaring across the city and county building lawn, which catches the pure emerald flame streaming in the wake of our auto. But let's not play havoc with the lawn. This is the antithesis reality, spirit of a new beginning, and negative ions, always a linguistic challenge, which are in fact beneficial, marvelous antidotes to toxicity. Negative ions, abundant in nature, crowded in around waterfalls, widespread in forests and mountains. Oh, oxygenated ions, they neutralize free radicals, balance nervous system, revitalize cell metabolism, clear the air. What keeps us awake and alive? This is the antidote to dystopian reality. Here in our wonderful state of continental divide, another paradox as we want to unify east and west, invoking powerful sister bodies of water, Pacific and Atlantic, and also snaking Colorado River. One of the lifelines our state poetically named in Spanish for this ruddy silt 
Colorado. Victory in this purple state, open to all, with the big blue sky above. Look up! The epic belongs to the visionaries. Our precious climate, our precious elemental world, our magnificent topology, this is the antithesis reality, antidote to psychotic dystopian governance, antidote to unethical, unlawful, homophobic, misogynistic, fascist, racist, sexist, elitist, disaster governance. Humanity on the brink with crisis, with syndicates of greed, worlds in collision, who's in charge? World watching from the fraught cocoon, floods, earthquakes, fires, famine, wars, roiling destruction, cruelty, poverty, migration crisis, education crisis. We are called to respond. Welcome to the poetry of accountable governance. What's in a name? Polis from the Greek is a city-state or society characterized by a sense of community, a body of citizens. Polis, leading to the common good, leading to the common ground. Plato's Republic conjured here in our auspicious Acropolis, our cosmopolis, citadel of tolerance, openness, intellect and vision, a new kind of nation state. This is the antithesis reality, a world worth living in, plus crystalline lakes, desert-like sand dunes, aspens shining autumnal golden pennies shimmering in the breeze, cottonwoods over creeks elegant with their damnable allergies, bighorn sheep in high meadows, pronghorn that roamed how many millennia ago, solo grazing moose you don't want to provoke, rutting elk that scores hieroglyphs on barks of tree, rubbing antlers into secret inscription. Forest, mountains, high plains, mesas, canyons, plateau, tundra that once was ocean, ancient telluric mysteries, and home to fulsome culture back over 14,000 years, ancient Pueblo peoples and Ute, Apache, Comanche, Arapaho, Cheyenne. Feel the faint breath of the air in which Human beings and other planet denizens live their lives here. This is the new year of the antithesis reality, summoning unification on our continental divide. This is the year, this is it, the inauguration of Jared Polis. These are the beautiful, reinvigorating negative ions of governance, of sane stewardship. The stage, the arena, the continuum, the incubator, a vision that includes us all, not a dream deferred promise going deeper inside our skulls, little theaters of hope and fear. This is the antithesis reality, a beginning again. Let's help turn this torqued, troubled nation around. Let's help turn this torqued, troubled nation around. Transparency as opposed to insularity, leadership and compassion as opposed to exploitation, cynicism and cruelty. This is the victory reality while we still have a chance. Take this to Washington. Evoke the natural world we can't lose touch with, still so vibrant and begs our help. Don't tarry, don't tarry, don't tarry. Invoke the consciousness, the mind of that world, the elemental spirit, 
Drala is a fierce spirit and presence. Colorado is awake now in its own populace, its own promise. We are tasked with transmitting the endangered spirit of the earth and our endangered humanity. We are tasked with transmitting the endangered spirit of the earth and our endangered humanity. We never know how high we are till we are called to rise. And if we are true to form, our statues touch the skies, wrote Emily Dickinson. This is the antithesis reality, antidote to atrocity. Breathe in the beautiful negative ions of true governance. Breathe out the efficacy of what we may give generously to the world. So an example of a poem I could write for a specific politician, for a specific vision, for a specific, um, I think, vow he is making to the state, to the land, to the things that live there, from the pronged antelope to the amazing negative ions that are supposedly give greater wisdom and intelligence. So this was an opportunity to express something you know, isn't just a handshake and saying, I'm going to vote for you. So, yeah, we could have a role, a more civic role as poets, I think. I'd like to think of, you know, working more hand-in-hand -hand around uh, policies, particularly around the arts and education. That's what I would enjoy doing. Mm -hmm.